Looking to create your best self, whether it's good for you lifestyle hacks, smarter ways to supplement, or tasty tips to fuel optimal health, Talk Healthy Today provides you the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy Today. I am absolutely in love with doing this podcast. I would be thrilled if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed to the podcast. Now, on to the show. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy Today. With the recent passing of Cloris Leachman, it made me think of the fantastic movie High Anxiety. I can't even count the number of times that I watched that, but I remember seeing it with my parents and absolutely cracking up. Now, I watched it when I was a kid. I'm going to rewatch it as an adult because I have a feeling I'll catch a lot of the humor that I may have missed. You might be wondering why I'm bringing up the movie High Anxiety. Well, today we're going to be talking about unwinding anxiety with the absolutely incredible Dr. Jed Brewer. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about Dr. Judd. As an addiction psychiatrist and internationally known expert in mindfulness training for treating addictions, Dr. Judd has developed and tested novel mindfulness programs for habit change, including both in-person and app-based treatments for smoking, emotional eating, and anxiety. Uh, Based on the success of these programs in the lab, he co-founded Mind Sciences, Inc. to create app-based digital therapeutic versions of these programs for a wider audience, working with individuals, corporations, and hospital systems to put effective evidence-based behavior change guidance in the hands of people struggling with unwanted behaviors and everyday addictions. I absolutely love, love, love his book that we're talking about today, Unwinding Anxiety. New science shows how to break the cycles of worry and fear to heal your mind. Judson Brewer, MD, PhD, Dr. Jed joins us now. Welcome to Talk Healthy Today. Thanks for having me. Dr. Jed, I love this book. And I was thinking about it and I thought, well, there were so many great lines in this book. And the one that I love the best, and trust me, it was hard to pick, is I have scienced the shit out of anxiety. <laughs> and let me tell you, you sure as hell did. <laughs> I learned so much about my brain that the fear was good. It was an adaptation, a survival skill to the neocortex, which then is this other layer of thinking. And then you put the two together and then it can be a little more complicated. Why don't you tell us a little bit about some of this brain science in simple terms and we can take it from there. (laughs) And I also want to thank the folks that wrote the movie, The Martian, (laughs) for that line where Matt Damon gets stuck and then says he's going to the shit out of how to get off of Mars. So you know, it basically comes back to a little, little uh, known, I guess, little known discovery that somebody had suggested or a, a theory that somebody had suggested in the 80s that anxiety could be driven in the same manner as other habits. I didn't learn that in medical school or residency. And generally, I'd just been treating my patients with medications. Yet my lab had been studying uh, habits. You know, we found that we get five times the quit rates of gold standard treatment for smoking. We got 40% reduction in craving related eating with an app. And so we could start to see if we target specific mechanisms, behavioral mechanisms, we could change these behaviors. And this theory suggested that we could apply this to anxiety as well, which I'd never thought about. So I started doing that. And the basic idea is, you know, a, a habit forms through a trigger, a behavior, and a result. And this is a survival mechanism. See the food, you eat the food, your brain sends this dopamine signal, or your stomach sends this dopamine signal to your brain that says, remember what you ate and where you found it, right? Anxiety, get this, can be driven the same way. So anxiety can trigger worry as a mental behavior. 
And that mental behavior makes us feel like we're doing something. And so there's a little bit of a reward there, but in fact, it doesn't fix the problem. It doesn't keep our family safe, you know, whatever we're worrying about. So it actually feeds back and drives anxiety and makes it even worse. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I thought was interesting about when you, when you stop and you're curious and you're kind to yourself and you look at your anxiety and you realize it's not doing you any good and there's really no reward in it. It just makes everything worse. Absolutely. And that's a key aspect. So in the book, I highlight this three-step process. The first step is just mapping out our anxiety or other habit loops. Could be procrastination, could be overeating, it could be drinking, whatever. The second step I think as you're getting to is that we've got to hack into our brains. This isn't about willpower. Just tell yourself to stop being anxious. I wish if that worked, you know, yeah, <laughs> but, <me too. laughs> you know, just stop it. There's actually a great skit from Bob Newhart from the seventies where this therapist is just telling this patient to just stop it. It's fabulous. I remember I'm Bob <laughs> Newhart fanatic from the seventies. Okay. It. Yeah. So the just stop it doesn't work. What does work is that our brains are going to do something that is more rewarding. So we can do two things, help our brain see that the worry is not rewarding. So that reward value drops and then help our brain find something that is more rewarding. I call it the BBO, the bigger, better offer. And that combination can be really helpful. You know, we got this 67% reduction in clinically validated anxiety scores with an app-based mindfulness training, just teaching people this basic principle. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, I live with someone who has high anxiety and it is stressful. It's not only stressful for her, my daughter, but it's stressful for me. And so I was so happy to get your book. I'm going to read it with her. We're going to put these things into practice because what happens with her is the anxiety turns to panic in like a millisecond. And then there's like no getting her back down. Take a breath. Tell yourself so whatever. She's just like, leave me alone. Yeah. Prefrontal cortex is offline at that time. We can't think at those in those moments. Right. So you have to get to the person before that, right? So that's why you you would need to learn how to do these things. So then when you're in the anxiety, you can stop and be more reflective and mindful, which is a big part of your book. Yes. And even when we are anxious, you know, we've had a lot of folks in our program when they've had full-blown panic that they can train themselves to be curious. You know, I think of curiosity as a superpower and that curiosity can help us unwind that right in the moment. Not easy, but certainly effective. Now, I would imagine that would take quite a bit of mindfulness practice first, would you say, to for people who are having a lot of anxiety or even panic to be able to be like, whoa, let me rewind. Where, where, what's going on with me? What's happening? With a panic attack, certainly because our brain is, you know, our prefrontal cortex is offline, we're not going to be learning anything in that moment, but we can reflect on it right afterwards and can learn a lot from there. Here, but if looking at general, you know, we've done two studies now with this Unwinding Anxiety app in two months, we saw a 67% reduction in people with generalized anxiety disorder, you know, where their symptoms were basically the majority of them had were back to normal levels. So it doesn't have to take forever. Uh, yet, you know, sometimes right when they're in the throes of a severe panic attack, that can be challenging. Talk to us about the connection between you have fear, you have anxiety, you have worry. And they kind of all feed off each other in a negative way until we can do what you're talking about. They can. So fear is a basic survival mechanism. You know, we step out into the street, we instinctively jump back if we're about to hit by a car. And then we have this fear response that says, hey, stop looking at your phone or whatever it was that triggered (laughs) us to not look both ways. And then we learn, oh, I should probably put my phone away when I'm crossing the street or at least not look at it. So fear is helpful, survival mechanism, but what 
it, it couples with, it pairs with our prefrontal cortex. So these fear mechanisms are older. The prefrontal cortex helps us survive through thinking and planning. That needs information. It needs accurate information. If we don't have accurate information, then our brain's going to start spinning out into worry. So think of fear plus uncertainty equals anxiety. Okay. Now you talk about in the book, dismantling your habit loop. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with the things that we're talking about. Go in a little bit more about this habit because it does become a habit. It does, right. So worry can feed back and trigger more anxiety, which triggers more worry. And then we're in a vicious cycle. So here, curiosity can be a really key element in helping us dismantle this. The, the first piece there is helping us see, is the worry actually fixing the problem? Is it making things worse? So we become disenchanted with the worry. The next step is actually tapping into the curiosity itself. Oh, what does anxiety feel like? Can I notice anxious thoughts and not be as caught up or identified with them? And both of those help us, that curiosity itself helps us step out of that loop of, of worry and anxiety. In an interview that I watched, you said anxiety leads to panic through the pathway of social contagion. Mm. That's a great, that's another great line. <laughs> that, was, that was great. <laughs> Tell us about that. Social contagion is just the spread of affect or emotion from one person to another. It knows no physical limits. So somebody can sneeze on your brain from anywhere in the world if we're on social media. So the, the idea here is if we can be aware that you know fear is contagious, that anxiety is contagious, and we go on social media, we can kind of put on do some mental hygiene where we're prepared and we bring some curiosity and we make sure we, we're grounded. And so we don't get caught up in catching that and then spreading it to others. Yeah, it seems like right now with all the wacky conspiracy theories, there's so much going on. There's so many negative rabbit holes that you can go down. And I just feel like there's so many people just living in fear. Yes. And it's it's like a cult almost, you know, it's like the cult of fear. Yeah. Well, misinformation, what is it? Fake news spreads five times faster than real Uh. news. So this is our poor survival brain saying, well, I'd rather run now and figure out that it is a false alarm than not see it. You know, it's kind of like, you know, in, in ancient times, there were no deep fake saber tooth tigers, right? It was a saber tooth tiger and you ran. <laughs> so this is our survival brains, you know, not updated for the modern world. Exactly. Now, any tips for people like me who live with somebody with anxiety? Because I, I try to be patient. I most of the time I am. But once in a while, it's just like you get overwhelmed. I would say the best in, inoculation, the be- best vaccine for not catching a social contagion like anxiety is curiosity. So being curious about your own experience, noticing when you're starting to catch that fever of anxiety and then doing some something to ground yourself. And then also being curious about their experience, you know, and being truly open and so that you can learn. And then that contagion can spread to them where they get more curious and they want to understand their own experience more. And then when we start to understand how our own minds work, then we can start to work with them. So we can say you get anxious, your trigger, mm-hmm. your behavior is worry. And then you talk about the result, you feel more anxious. You also talk about well, you can have a trigger and a behavior, and then you can also do the distraction, right? Yes. Tell us about Dave in the book. 
and how you helped him go through his loop. Dave was a patient who was referred for anxiety. Long story short, when we first mapped out his habit loops, that's that first step. He had one around that was leading to panic disorder, where he would have this fear of driving on the highway. He would avoid driving on the highway. There was the behavior. And then the result was that he didn't get panic attacks. So he could avoid having those panic attacks. So I actually gave him our unwinding anxiety app. And I said, go map out your habit loops, right? And anybody can map these out. We've got this habit mapper at you know, mapmyhabit.com. Anybody can do this. Two weeks later, he comes back. And the first thing he said to me was, Doc, I lost 14 pounds. And I looked at him because I was like, do we even talk about weight loss? Because we were going to save that for later. And he said, I was mapping out my habit loops. And I realized that anxiety triggers me to stress eat. And it wasn't helping me. So there's a great example of that second step where he became disenchanted with the stress eating. He went on to lose over 100 pounds, is still going strong. Wow. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah. And then he started learning to really lean into curiosity as his new habit. In fact, I'd write about this a little bit where he was realizing that he was having moments, sustained moments of calm and peace where he'd been anxious for 30 years. He didn't know what that was like. And he was even getting anxious that he wasn't anxious. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my anxiety? (laughs) Right, right. So we worked with that in terms of helping him move into his growth zone where he could just be curious about new experiences, things that were different until that became his new habit. Oh, this is safe, you know, like calm and peace are okay. They're not, it's not dangerous. And now that's, that's really where he hangs out. That's the Savannah that he hangs out on oh, now. God, that's fabulous. Now in the book, I mentioned mindfulness already. You talk about mindfulness personality types. And I think I was a go with the flow kind. Okay. And it was nice because you could take a little quiz. And I love your book is just, it has so much incredible information. And I'd love to have people on the show who actually have a book that literally you can put stuff into action and see results. Now tell us about this app again, because I got to get this for myself and my daughter. Yeah, the app is called also called Unwinding Anxiety. Anybody can download it anywhere their apps are available. Uh, and it's basically, a, you know, there's a core 30-day program. Then we've got a bunch of theme weeks to help solidify the trainings. But it's basically 10 minutes a day, videos, animations, and in-the-moment exercises that are basically, you know, these practices that I write about in the book that people can put into play in their daily lives, especially if they like that multimedia presentation and they want something that can be a way to help them unwind anxiety right in their pocket. I could have you on forever. I need to let you go. So tell us all the ways we can find you. And you're always welcome to come back. Yeah, the simplest way to find all this stuff, and we've got free resources, is my website, uh, drjud.com, D-R-J-U-D. Uh, they can find the book. They can find the apps. Uh, we've also got an app for eating, for smoking, etc. Uh, and then I'm on Twitter at Judd Brewer, J-U-D-B-R-E-W-E-R. I've got a YouTube channel. Uh, so those are the three main places folks can find me. Well, you are fantastic. I really appreciate you coming on the show, Dr. Judd. It was super fun and so informative. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Talk Healthy Today. I hope you got as much out of the show as I did. I feel so lucky to talk to so many incredible people to help you live your healthiest life. So please rate, review, and subscribe and never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today.